Did that sound just send chills down your spine? If you didn't know, that's the iconic voice of the predator. His voice, a growl, sound, I, regardless, it has to be up there at the top of the list as one of the most iconic sound effects ever created for film. It may not rank quite as high as the lightsaber from Star Wars, but for me, it's strangely nostalgic. The original Predator starring Arnold Schwarzenegger came out in 1987, and though I was too young to see it when it originally came out, it was one of the first R-rated action films that I saw as a teenager. It blew my mind. I was used to seeing traditional monsters like Dracula or the Wolfman or even the T-Rex from Jurassic Park, but the Predator design created by special effects artist Stan Winston was a complete revelation. The Predator still stands out as one of the most iconic creatures created in pop culture. It has been a while since I've seen the original film, but I loved the simplicity of the man versus beast story. In all its campiness, it was truly an inventive film. Plus, my dad could perfectly mimic the predator sound. He would hide out in the dark corners of the house and make the sound before he jumped out to scare me. So I asked my dad to send me an audio clip of him making the sound. This is when you know you have a great dad. I texted him whether or not he could still make the sound. He, he texted back, yes. And then I asked him, hey, could you send me a video of you making the sound for the podcast? And he's a great dad because he just did it. He didn't really ask any questions. He just said, that's true love. Let's hear how accurate his impression is as we ease into talking about the 2022 Predator prequel, Prey. Welcome to Movies Are Life. I'm your host, Nathan Chandler. Even though I have this connection to the original Predator film, I'm not a Predator enthusiast. Whether it was lackluster reviews or sparse recommendations, I never felt inspired to check out the other installments. August is notorious for not having exciting new movie releases, but Prey, which is streaming exclusively on Hulu, caught my attention. It had received really good reviews, and its premise really intrigued me. Set on the Great Plains in 1719, Nauru, played by Amber Midthunder, is a fierce and highly skilled Comanche warrior. Despite being constantly downgraded in domestic roles by her tribe, she sets out to protect and provide for her people. When the arrival of one of the first highly evolved predators arrives on their land, hunting for survival takes on a whole new meaning for Nauru. Prey does an amazing job of capturing the spirit that made the original film such a hit. The prequel strips away all the nuances that similar sci-fi slash action flicks fall prey to. You like what I did there? It doesn't overcomplicate the plot or get wrapped into useless dialogue. Director Dan Trachtenberg says, Here's the hero. Here's the villain. Let's go. I invited my wife's cousin, Bo Gatlin, to join the show to discuss this movie. Bo and I are around the same age, and although we are family, I consider him a great friend. There are many reasons why, but one reason is that we love to discuss all things movies, television, music, and the reality show Survivor. I wanted to have him on for some time, and I had to laugh when I texted him about coming on. Here's the dialogue. Me. Having a desire to see the new Predator movie Prey and talk about it on my podcast? Though. Not really my kind of movie, but yeah, maybe it'll make for a more interesting conversation because of that. <laughs> so let's jump into that conversation and see how interesting it is. But before we do, keep in mind that we talk about this movie as if you've seen it. So don't be surprised if we go into spoiler territory. I have kind of a sentimental tie to the original Predator movie. Really? <laughs> what? What's the story there? Well, um, my dad will probably kill me for like uh, for saying this, but you know, 
my parents were really careful with like what I watched. So it wasn't very often that uh, I would see R rated movies. And every once in a while, my mom would be out of town for whatever reason. And I wasn't like super young. I wasn't like, I, I didn't see this movie when like it originally came out, but I pretty, I feel like I'm pretty sure it was like a weekend she was gone and he, he's like, Oh, we, we should watch predator. I think you'll like it. And so, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I mean, it's a pretty like, I mean, obviously it's violent and I'm sure it has some language in it and stuff, but you know, as a teenage boy, it was kind of like uh, my mind was blown <laughs> by what I'd seen. Cause I hadn't quite seen that before. And so I just, I always remember, I always kind of just remembered the story and, I mean, the story is not like super complex, uh, very similar to this, this movie. Right. I mean, it's pretty much a, you know, it doesn't even really explain the predator or where he came from, or it's just, this is, we're in it. And that's also kind of what I liked about this movie is, uh, I, I don't need any kind of backstory or it's just like, Hey, we're in the moment with these characters. So, uh, had you even seen any of the previous predator films i had definitely seen the first one and probably more than once i mean it, it comes from that era of 80s action movies like you know um and and i feel like that time just harkens back to like stallone and schwarzenegger and you know there's just so many great movies like this from that time but i have seen none of the other ones maybe the second one predator 2 i think has danny glover in it it does yeah yeah I think I've seen that. I haven't seen any of the other ones other than this, um, this prey. And I, um, I will say like, I, I, it's totally really out of my wheelhouse of the type of movie. <laughs> I, I just go to, although in maybe the last five years, I have out of nowhere developed kind of just an affinity for the fast and furious movies. And so, <laughs> you know, I, I, I never watched those before. And, and I, I think the appeal is just you can just turn it on and watch it like just let it go and you know you're not engaged you just was like okay what happens happens and and that's just it and so um i will say like i had seen maybe one preview of this and then just on online um a little bit of buzz and so i was like hey yeah let's let's check it out and f right from the get-go i feel like it it, it kind of had a great hook at the beginning um, one of my favorite movies of all times is um, Dances with Wolves. And oh, yeah. so, you know, there. this kind of reminded me about that. Just the, the time and place really is, is the main thing. And um, I mean, that's, I don't know, a three-hour movie. And there's, um, yeah, so I was like, okay, so we're going to have a monster movie in the midst of, you know, Dances with Wolves. I'm in. And <laughs> um, like, kind of like you said, uh, and, you know, forgive me if I'm jumping ahead here, but it, it does really just drop you right into it. Um, and I, I kind of feel like throughout the movie, that's the main thing I struggled with was why, what's the predator doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was trying to be fair to the movie and, 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 and they kind of address that a little bit. Right. I mean, with, uh, some of his motives maybe, but, um, yeah, I mean, it It was interesting that it was almost maybe a little too on the nose about the whole like predator prey theme. So, I mean, like the, there's a pretty early scene, right, where there's like a, an ant that gets eaten by a mouse that gets eaten by a rattlesnake. And, and it was just I was like, OK, you know, but um, but that kind of, you know, as the movie went on, you see that 
kind of over and over again, just with the the fur traders, you know, yeah. coming in. And and so I thought, okay, well, they're they're revisiting that quite a bit here. But yeah, I, I think I, you know, there was those animal illusions, but I just remember almost the concept of the first one with uh, Schwarzenegger was that I just remember my dad going, you know, yeah, this predator came down and is hunting man just mm-hmm. as like man hunts, you know, animals and that sort of thing. And it, it did, a, it's been a long time, but I feel like even though it's, you know, pretty gruesome, but there's a scene where, you know, he literally, the predator has skinned human beings and they're hanging from trees or whatever like that. But it, you could kind of get that correlation of like, okay, this is game to him. Mm-hmm. And this one, and this one, there's yes, lots of kills, but there's never any kind of, we don't really linger with the predator at all. I mean, once there's a kill, it, you know, it's kind of away from him. So I, I, get, <laughs> I get what you're saying there. It's like, not that like, that's a, you know, we needed a great reason like that, but yeah, yeah. you're right. You, you're right. He, <laughs> we didn't see anything like that. Well, I, I mean, in, in thinking about it, it's it's maybe one of my my biggest gripes with the movie, but it's also there's a lot of tension and mystery. And so in some ways, not really knowing much about what his motives are. I mean, it, it's almost like if he had a good motive, maybe maybe you would be able to relate to why he's doing it, whether you agree with it or not. But not knowing why he's terrorizing, you know, fully is maybe makes it even a little scarier, I think. Right. And I, I don't know if I kind of missed it, but in a way, uh, and she, she mentions the her names, uh, the warriors, Naru. I think I'm saying that right. But, um, doesn't she even allude to the fact that he doesn't, the predator doesn't see her as a threat. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, Oh, okay. So this, <laughs> the predator is also, he kills people, but he's also, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the predator is misogynist as well as uh, evil hunter but, yeah. Uh, yeah well i mean there there was um for not really being into this type of movie i, I don't really seek this type of movie out I, I feel like the you know the acting in it was good for what it is and uh, forgive me if i qualify that every time i say it but um <laughs> and i feel like the I mean, I I really like that. You know, I feel like the cast was really well put together. The only thing that seemed a little out of time was it almost seemed like I mean, a, a guilty pleasure of mine is really any kind of reality TV show with young people. Um, and I almost felt like in the writing of this that, especially Naru and her brother um, Taba, they, there was a sense as though they were, um, you know teens and early 20 somethings from 2022 that were dropped into um (laughs) you know that yeah Yeah. i mean they were just kind of sassy and you know (laughs) so but i was like okay this is a monster movie that's fine you know and Mm -hmm. um, her role especially and it was was really believable i mean i thought she was pretty fantastic Uh, aside from like the snapback axe throwing um but yeah, it was, I mean, the scenes with them were, were fun to watch. Um, also, it seemed like, I mean, I've only seen the first and maybe second one, but anyone that has seen any Predator movie, I felt like would feel enough of like um, some nods to the original that it's like, okay, great. I mean, I love the Predator. I know what the 
I mean, the, the, the theme is the same in every single movie. Right. And so it's kind of like, let's drop this into a different scenario and watch it play out. You know, I mean, there's, there's some fun in that for sure. Yeah. I, I think, um, like you, I've seen the first one. I haven't seen any other installment before. And so maybe I was leaning on the enjoyment of that first one that made me enjoy this one. I, I was just able to, uh, just relax into it a little bit more. And I, I just like the premise of like, it, it's, I'm sure it's d- been done before. I, I couldn't think like off the top of my head of taking, you know, this type of sci-fi genre and then mix it in with a historical context. Some movies came to mind that I actually haven't ever seen like, I know Cowboys versus aliens is out there and, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and this movie, I guess it can be considered campiness in some way but i thought it was a little bit more like serious than something like that or i didn't see abraham lincoln vampire hunter but but i couldn't think of a movie necessarily that just was able to basically this you know fish out of water concept you know blending these two worlds and i thought that even though you know you mentioned her sling axe and you know there's obviously some uh training that uh her her tribe had that like you know they they were ready for american ninja warrior as well you know but but i you know you could you could buy into the fact that you know hey they provide for themselves you know that they're hunters and so it seemed like a natural like matchup um so i i I like that Uh, i like that context of it and i just I think because maybe the predator character captured my attention at a younger age, I was able to kind of relax a little bit into just, you know, sitting, sitting in this world. And I really liked the cinematography of it all. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the certain, uh, the, the lighting and the different, I, I, I thought, uh, he played with the director played with that really well. Um, and, it, to me, I, I don't look for those things in action movies normally, but yeah. uh, for this movie, it caught my attention. Although I thought the uh, certain aspects of the special effects, especially with certain the, uh, with the animals, certainly the bear thing, I thought was particularly bad. <laughs> I'm I'm usually not one who's like really nitpicky with uh, special effects, but th- this this time i it really stood out <laughs> so uh but when they did use practical effects i thought it was really effective and i saw like a video on instagram just as you're scrolling whatever but it was showing you know behind the scenes of the set and the actual man in the costume and you could tell in those scenes where like she's actually facing off and you could tell it wasn't a computer generated predator and oh yeah i, I thought i thought I thought those r- really popped, you know, and uh, r- really, really stood out. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I was on this uh, journey <laughs> a little, a little bit more than you. I mean, I, I knew where it was going, but I, I think I didn't expect the fur trader uh, aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it just, even though I knew what the end result of this movie would be, <laughs> like I, I knew she would probably come out come out of it uh i I wasn't really quite sure how it was going to get there and so um that i I liked that that aspect of it although i will say as she walked up with the uh predator head in her hand i just i just think it's funny how the whole tribe is kind of like you know oh okay (laughs) nobody seems put out that she has this uh neon green blood on her or anything like that (laughs) but anyway uh it started really strong for me. I, I feel like I did. I settled into it 
well, maybe better than I'm letting on. I mean, I, I wasn't, let me put it this way. I wasn't sad that I was watching it when I was watching it. You know, I was, I was in it. Um, I was trying to remember, you know, I remember with the first predator kind of the, uh, what do they call it? like, like the, the heat sensing vision that he had. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean the weapons he has, like, I get the element that maybe he's he's doing it for sport. Maybe that's the whole thing that drives him. But you know his weapons are so advanced. I mean, it, the thing that probably got the most on him was was maybe the uh, the wolf that ran up and bit his shin. I mean, I feel like that's where we saw the most. But even more so than the bear. <laughs> and so I was just like, I mean, if if he guy really cares about the predator, really cares about sport, you know, and the and the biggest predator, like, why doesn't he take off the game genie? <laughs> you know i mean it, yeah. it seems like he's got the cheat codes on all the time with, with that yeah. special stuff but um it, yeah. it's fun to watch i mean it's it's cool to see like okay w- what's gonna happen here and uh, it, the the bear looked odd but i have to admit like just from like a thrilling scene like it was a pretty great scene with the bear yeah um, and i i liked i like the aspects of the movie of this movie when the predator wasn't necessarily in the scenes and they were just uh, battling the elements, uh, especially when she got stuck in the mud. I don't know if you could quite call it quicksand, but how she got herself out of that. I thought that was a real visceral scene and kind of paid off, you know, at the end of the movie as well um, with the predator getting stuck in the same, you know, the same scenario, whatever like that. So there were those moments and even um, I think, you know, obviously you're watching this to see the predator, but the fact that, he wasn't always the threat I think provided first and some prize, you know, uh, mm. with the mountain lion as well. And, uh, during that scene, which once again, I want to say like when their buddies just got massacred by this mountain lion and there was no mention of him any- <laughs> anymore, <laughs> apparently this Comanche tribe is very, uh, okay with losing <laughs> members. <laughs> it's just yeah. on, uh, on to the next leader, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. That's a really good point. <laughs> See, totally lost. I was just on to the next thing. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I I need to go back to the Fast and Furious thing. I've actually never, uh, I've never seen any of those films before. None of (laughs) them? No. Have you seen any bit of them or just? No, I mean, the things you, I guess you see or whatever. But, and now at this point, there seems to be like so many, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like a, like, I, I, I would love to see the TV show Sopranos, but there's so many seasons at this yeah. point. It's like, oh, how could I ever, you know, devote that much time? <laughs> kind of almost the same thing with the Fast and Furious movies. So, uh, but yeah, that's how I feel. So, uh, is there anything else you liked or disliked about this? I like movies like this where I can kind of follow what's happening. And I, the end, I mean, I knew what was happening, but like the very last final blow, I was like, okay. She's calling him back to the, you know, the the pit or whatever, the quicksand, and um, I didn't really quite follow how it was that his bullets hit him, uh, which bothered me a little bit. Right? Yeah, I I kind of got I kind of got lost in that a little yeah. bit as well. The one of the there was a, actually a line in the movie that I thought for me was like like a key line and. And it really, I guess, I liked it because there were just different perspectives happening in the movie that really summed up. And it's it's when, is it um, Nara? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's when she uh, was back in the tent with her mom, right? She had been carried back after, you know, failing at the hunt. And she said to, the mother says to Nara, you think Kutamiya, 
going on this hunt is to prove you can hunt, but there's only one reason to survive. And it just made me think, you know, the pride goes before the fall. There's just, you know, there's so much pride happening and she wanted to prove herself to the tribe and to the mom who's, who's seen some things, you know, it's all about survival, like ultimately. And so I thought that, that was like a, a nice thing leading up to it. Obviously it kind of, that's probably in the first third of the movie. And then a lot happens after that. But um, that's the line that kind of stuck with me is this is what it's really about. Yeah. I I was, um, I was a little, I don't know why I was surprised by <laughs> some of the uh, gore in this movie, but some of the kills are quite, quite, quite gruesome. <laughs> but that's true. Yeah. And I, you know, there was a scene where with an animal, I don't know that they showed this with a human in this movie, but where, you know, he he cuts the head off and rips the spine out at the same time. You know, it's just a, a pull clean, a clean pull. And I remember I was like, oh, yeah, he did that to humans in the first movie, like a lot. And he was walking around with all of these like skulls and spines on him. But in this movie, I feel like the only thing he put on him was like uh, it was the, maybe the mountain lion skull or the wolf. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, of all the things like that's the. <laughs> That's the trophy. Um, Maybe just like as human beings, as we evolve, you know, uh, you know, we change our way of thinking of things, you know, the predators back in the 1700s, you know, they just were a lot more wasteful with the things that they killed. And, you know, back in 87, uh, you know, when that movie takes place, you know, he's a little bit more, you know, Okay. You know, he cleans up after himself a little bit more, maybe, you know, I can, but... I can roll with that. I can roll with that. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, they had, they had a hundred years or so here to get their act together and really, yeah. See what it is. It's that they really want out of this whole thing. Right. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's real. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I was reading a little bit about this movie and it's all this kind of uh, show business type of you know this was originally supposed to be in the theaters but then it was like with the h hbo thing and during the pandemic and um and so that's why it ended up on hulu and that that type of thing and for me i like i really enjoyed watching this like at home <laughs> i don't you know uh like you mentioned it's not necessarily a movie i would always uh that I would necessarily seek out but because it was just easy to play and watch it you know even though i think it'd be neat to see some of the scenes like on a bigger screen mm-hmm. um you know i i i thought uh, I, I it was enjoyable for that type of kind of I, I could turn my brain off a little bit with this one <laughs> yeah i mean do you do you feel like watching this led you to have any desire to go watch the ones you haven't seen Oh, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, and that's like, you know, that's the thing. Like, I don't know what's happened, like, in between, you know, the first movie and this movie, you know. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's almost kind of like you see, you know, what you see is what you get. (laughs) And so I I don't know what elements there are. I mean, I know there was even, I I think even when it came out, the Alien versus Predator movie, Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of piqued my interest just, almost not because I thought that would be a good movie, but just more so of like, okay, what are they even doing with that concept? But no, uh, no, but you know, this, the credits kind of teases already like a sequel uh, to this movie. And even that, even though I, I enjoyed this experience, I was kind of like, 
I don't I don't need to see a fleet of predators battle this Comanche tribe. I, I liked I liked the kind of just I mean, even though the predator goes up against a lot of people, it's really him, you know, versus this female warrior. And I liked I liked that concept. It's like, hey, it's just gonna come down to these two. So that you know, that's kind of what I liked about it. But even if there was a sequel to this, I probably wouldn't <laughs> seek it out. What about yourself? So it led me so far as to like just read about the other movies. Like, you know, there's a, I think I came across an article. It was like all the predator movies explained. <laughs> and, and the fact that they could pretty much sum up a movie in about like, you know, six sentences, it, it, it made sense to me having seen, just seen this one, you know, it's, um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know that anyone approaches a predator movie expecting a whole lot, right? Like I, like, um, I was reading, a. I, I was reading a forum I'm on that's like guitar stuff and, and just seeing if anyone had talked about this movie and man, a lot of people like love the predator movie. Like they <laughs> like, it was like a, a big movie for them. And so they're, they're kind of like, I don't really care what happens. You know, it's a predator movie. Like, so, you know, in some ways it's kind of like, uh, like I guess I mentioned, you're just, it's a different, it's a different scene. Like just push reset. And let's watch this one unfold. <laughs> however it may and, and i thought this was good for that i mean i would uh yeah I, if someone wants an easy watch i'd say yeah you know it's gonna entertain you um that said um yeah i don't think i'll be watching any of the other predator movies either so we have a segment on the podcast called moving musings and sometimes i ask the guests whether or not to give them uh give the questions to beforehand to give you time to prep but since i know you so well i thought i'd just uh there are some kind of theoretical questions your way if you're okay let's do it movie musings are you a hunter have you ever been hunting is that something that uh appeals to you or how well do you think you would do in a hunting scenario the first part of that's easy i'm i'm not a hunter i have never been hunting um that's mainly because uh, i don't own any any guns and i don't have a hunting license (laughs) And uh, I, I've I've shot guns. I've done like um, skeet shooting. I think it's great fun. Um, but the hunting that I grew up around, and, and hopefully this doesn't alienate a lot of your audience, but it's it it's basically like going and hiding somewhere and sitting in one spot for hours <laughs> at the worst times of the day to just be doing nothing. And that just doesn't appeal to me at all. Uh, yeah. I I get that some people really enjoy the peace and solitude, but. Um, not me. So, uh, so, um, if I were though, in that scenario, um, I don't think I would fare well against the <laughs> predator. <laughs> oh, I, uh, yeah. Uh, hunting for me, definitely not the same with you. I, I don't own guns. It's never appealed to me very much, but th- there's a group of guys, uh, good friends of mine from college uh, during that time. And I went on a, I guess, semi hunting trip. You could say, I think it was duck hunting or whatever. And I had the experience you just described was it to the T. We got up like super early in the morning and basically I, for some reason I remember this, but we turned on the TV just to like, have some noise i guess i guess to wake us up and i remember it being like an old rerun of say by the bell for whatever reason <laughs> that was on and and then we just i remember just sitting in cold water for a really long time 
and one guy that we were with was like really good and so he was basically getting everything i like i didn't even i didn't even shoot like once i just literally was sitting in this <laughs> this water for a couple hours yeah and just thinking about like what we were gonna have for lunch that's all i could uh think about <laughs> so yeah. yeah i mean i, I think uh i th i think if there were like an element of knowing how to track an animal on foot and and actually hunting it versus just sitting in a camouflage tent you know with feed nearby drawing them in where you're just getting them close enough to shoot them romantically maybe there's something appealing about that to me but in actuality um probably not yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'd rather enjoy nature on a deck <laughs> yeah a hammock or something like that <laughs> yeah that's more my speed yeah yeah well i this is the other question for you um uh, just knowing that you know you were born and raised in oklahoma and I, I thought the aspect of this native american tribe was real interesting and thrown it and so i i was wondering if uh just what did you grow up uh with a lot knowing a lot of the history of uh indian tribes or was did you like that aspect of this movie very much i liked it uh you know it's um being from oklahoma just in i think eighth grade we take oklahoma history and and you learn you know how how so many native americans ended up in oklahoma and um so and, and then i grew up in a small town uh, you know with with friends that were native Americans. so there's there's an element living in texas now uh that i it's still very appealing to me you know i i, I don't have much connected history to that personally but um anytime i see it in movies for whatever reason it's just it's really interesting to me and i, I feel like i don't know whether it was portrayed well or not i mean it, it certainly it you know they were cast in a very positive light um and yeah so i'm, I'm glad you asked that because I, I mean that was an element that you know it was really cool that that there were so many um you know that was most of the cast, you know, and um, like I mentioned, Dances with Wolves. It's just, uh, it's really interesting to me. Though I did read that, uh, you know, the part of the country this would have taken place in, the Comanches would not have been there. I won't fault the movie for that. But, um, <laughs> well, did, yeah. Did you happen to read that they actually filmed this movie in two different ways where they were actually speaking, like uh, they're speaking their native tongue? Wow. So, yeah. So uh, wow. kind of like a hunt, hunt for a red October uh, situation with this movie. So apparently uh, I think, I think you have an option to watch that version uh, on Hulu. Now I don't, that option didn't necessarily pop up for me <laughs> when I saw it, but I might've yeah. actually chosen that one and watched it with subtitles if I had known that had existed. But I thought that was really interesting. I have to admit knowing that, knowing that now, I wonder if if the actors that must have spent considerable, I mean, I, I can't imagine all of them, you know, spoke Comanche right. before that, um, the, learned an entire, you know, movie's worth of dialogue in Comanche for it to also be in the other. I, I would maybe be like, wow, oh, thank you for that, you know, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. I, I did like the aspect of the fur traders in this movie and them just speaking French and we didn't know what they were saying, similar to how like her character would have had no idea, 
you know, what they were saying, you know, or how to interpret that. And I did like that. I did like that aspect of it of like, that was good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah how, fr- how, how, how frightening that would be. Um, speaking of, have you, uh, a little off topic, but not really, but have you watched uh, reservation dogs yet on Hulu? No. Oh, no. Man. I think you, you recommended it? that. You recommended that to me. It's, yeah, it's yeah. on my list. Yeah. Yeah. The second, check that out. Yeah, the second season just started, and so you know it, it focuses on this. The main characters are young Native American teens in a small town in Oklahoma, but it, it it's really funny. But it also kind of talks a little bit about their culture in here, but definitely being uh, modern citizens as well now. Right, so right. yeah, um, but anyway, uh, the uh, the last question I had for you was um, so. Uh, I saw that a big online community has kind of come out in support of um, of her dog in this movie. His name is Sarley, I believe. Hmm. And so, you know, Sarley plays a big part in this. And this just it made me think uh, you have a dog. Uh, the dog's name is Archie, correct? Right. Standard no. poodle. Yeah. Could you could you rely on Archie the way she could rely on her dog in this movie? One thousand percent. Archie would have my back in this scenario. Um <laughs> It's funny that you mentioned the dog. Um, second to people, you know, loving the Predator movie, like on this forum I was on, people love that dog. And I have to admit, like the dog was great in this movie, though I did wonder how the dog's tail got caught in the trap. Um, you know, those traps are yeah. tough to set off, right? I mean, you, you yeah. stick a paw in there, you grab your leg, but the tail was in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the that dog. You know, leading the bear away, that dog knew what to do. I mean, <laughs> now that you mention it, I, I think like if that dog doesn't have a role in the next movie, they've done something very wrong. Now, now if the sequel is the dog, just the dog versus all the predators, I yeah. might would watch that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, well, here's the deal. Uh, Archie is a is a 55 pound standard poodle he would be useful in the fact that much in the same way the predator did not view Naru as a threat. He would, you know, he would be a perfect decoy because he would not be a threat at all. Right. Yeah. Um, the only thing Archie is good for is barking at uh, the UPS delivery man and Amazon. I mean, he's perfect. We know when the packages are coming. Um, if, if they were to open the door, he would just lick their hand. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the the dog was much better. That's funny. <laughs> well, I mean, is that you know, you see a lot of movies, you read a lot of reviews, you write them yourself. I mean, when when people are talking about the dog, what what does that really say about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend this movie for sure for people who've seen the original Predator. If you kind of like these sci-fi action movies, I think it does uh, stand out a little bit more than just your modern, you know, uh, action flick that comes out. But I would also say that, you know, this is not something that uh, Whitney, my wife, would, you know, care to see at all. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's not a movie I would uh, throw, throw onto someone who, you know, basically if you don't, if you saw the trailer and you weren't interested, you're not going to like it. But if it intrigues you, I think you might be surprised. Uh, so what wh- what would be your final take? I would agree with that assessment. I actually, my wife, uh, Stacy, watched this alongside me. Um, 
Well, she was doing other things at the same time. And her, her main comment, she wanted me to mention this, was that there's a lot of wet sounds in that movie. <laughs> you know, what I'm, does that I'm, mean? I'm assuming that's when people's arms were getting hacked off. and Because <laughs> okay, she's, you know, she's doing stuff. Yeah, you know, she, she, she was not following me. And she's like, I didn't care for that. It was just way too noisy, you know, the wet sounds. And so I said, okay, I'll mention that. Um, okay, here's, here's going to be my assessment of it. I would give this movie a solid three out of ten. Now that said, whoa. That That's said, I would I would still it is low, but I would still recommend it. It's like a 3 out of 10 movie that I would say to the right person, but you should watch it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you'll probably like it. Don't expect a lot out of it. Maybe that way they're pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. understand. What that. what would you rate it out of 10? Uh so I, I usually I don't know why I've always done this, but I've just kind of gone on the 5 star Oh, okay. Uh, so some, and I actually rate it four out of five. I just, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I just, uh, yeah, I, I dug it. I thought it was pretty tight. I, I liked the look of it and I, I liked the setting. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I like the aspects of the language part of it, you know, and just uh, I thought it was an inventive take, you know, on the genre of placing it with this Comanche tribe. And um, it was, I thought it was I, I thought it was cool just to have a female protagonist and you know her you know being the one that saves the day. So yeah, I was just yeah, I just enjoyed it. I, I think I, I don't you know I don't watch all the Fast and Furious movies like you do. So maybe uh, you know it's been a while since I've seen an action movie. So uh, the fact that I gave this kind of action movie a chance and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of I, I I almost liked I liked the simplicity of it. And I almost, almost liked that these were kind of cardboard characters, you know, and usually, you know, that's not something that I, you know, that I'd go, go for. I, I, I usually like the uh, hockey <laughs> drama type of movie. I mean, even Whitney was like, oh, so what movie are you and Bo talking about? She was pretty shocked when this was the movie, you know, but this one I feel like could have gone really bad and it didn't. <laughs> it, it could have just been really cheesy or you know and i was like oh so maybe pleasantly surprised by it if there's another one and it's on streaming i'll watch it i'll watch yeah. another one if it's streaming if it's in the movie theaters i won't watch it yeah 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 i would agree with that well um well i appreciate you uh talking about this movie and if seriously if there's something you think would you would like to talk about like let me know I, I'll, I'll i'll be game for it and we could definitely do a different genre because we we can both agree that this is not necessarily the movie that we uh spend a lot of time with <laughs> so sounds good thanks for having me on oh, it's always fun to catch up with Bo, and it, it's always been great to have another movie nerd in the family remember visit moviesarelive.com for episodes reviews and more and don't forget if you hear this sound Run quickly.